And when new things come into your life, whatever it is that's coming to mind for you right now as you listen to this, when you have a purposeful um, way of life in your home or just your lifestyle in general, that acts as your filter of what you let into your home from now on. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Tangible Truth Podcast. Wow, I hate to see this series end, Lauren, but I mean, I have so enjoyed it. We've really enjoyed having you, Lauren. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad you're here again for our last episode on the series of Finding Order. So today, our series name is going to be Ordered Life. So we have had, if I am looking correctly, we've had episode one was Finding Order, episode two, Order Versus Chaos, episode three, Order After Chaos, and today we're going to be talking about Ordered Life. Yes. That is so cool. The beautiful aftermath. Let's talk about it. That's going to be so much fun. So before we dive in, let's, uh, let's remind the listeners of something great that Tangible Truth is going to be doing in June. What, what is it, Lauren? I can't wait. I'll let you announce oh, you're it this time. Me. Okay. Yes. Tangible Truth Ministries, y'all. Three conversations on faith, love, and forgiveness with Beth and Susan, June 7th and 8th. Be there. I'll be there. Um, go on TangibleTruthMinistries.com. It's TangibleTruthMinistries.com. That's right. Great. Right. To find your tickets, Beth Moore, Susan Goss, and we are going to have so much fun. Lauren, thanks for already getting your ticket. I can't wait. I'm on it. It's a great girls weekend. To, I mean, a girlfriend, yes. you know, take, take somebody. And somebody stopped me just the other day and said, I'm bringing someone to the conference that really has uh, never been to church. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to get them in the door because I think they'll love the conference. I said, this is a perfect conference to bring somebody like that. I love that. So it'll be great. So bring a friend. Okay, let's jump on into ordered life. Okay. Let's do it. Uh This is going to be more of after we've really worked to bring order into our life, what's the result of that look like, both physically and emotionally and spiritually? What does that look like in our life? So, Lauren, I'm going to let you start with this episode, and then I'm going to chime in, too. Great. Yes. As I think about the effects of um, finding order in my life and order after chaos for me, there are just some life-giving parts of my lifestyle now that are almost like a joy to tend to, Um, whether it's the way that I'm more intentional with my kids at night instead of picking up my laptop or I'm just, you know, there's certain boundaries and behaviors that came into place after kind of a season that wrecked me, like we talked about in the last episode. And now I'm finding joy and tending to this lifestyle that I've worked hard to kind of create. Yes. Um, And so I'm just finding a lot of joy in that. And so to feel like you're not living a perfect life, but a purposeful one, it's just sweet to find a way to elevate and be more intentional with those seemingly mundane moments, whether it's with your family or your work. It applies to all of those for me. I like I like the way you said that purposeful. You know, you have repeatedly said the word purposeful. And I like 
uh, knowing that we have a purpose and you associate that with order in your life and with your testimony on the last episode, uh, really God really worked and worked with you on what your purpose was and mm-hmm. how you prioritized your life. I think that is a really good part of your testimony, uh, bringing purpose yeah. uh, to your life. And I think that's good. I, too, have learned through this process of cleaning up my mess, if you will, externally cleaning up the mess, is learning that really clinging to that scripture in Colossians, I I believe it's Colossians 3.17, where it says, whatever you do, whatever you do in word or deed, do it for the glory of the Lord. So as you're doing this, whether it's cleaning out your drawer, as you were saying, Lord, you know, show me order, show me purpose, show me, and you're doing it for the glory of the Lord. That gives you purpose of doing that because everything that you do, if you're doing it for the glory of the Lord, it kind of changes your, it doesn't kind of, it does change your attitude, your purpose, because everything does have purpose. And when new things come into your life, a new thing that's difficult or clutter, whatever it is that's coming to mind for you right now, as you listen to this, when you have a purposeful um, way of life in your home or just your lifestyle in general, that acts as your filter of what you let into your home from now on, what you let into your heart from now on, because you're clear on your purpose. It's clear what doesn't belong anymore and what is a way of the past. True. And could we say that that goes along with our weeds? I mean, and I think we could. <laughs> I tell you, we've got a theme going with weeds and plants. But what you just said, does it belong in my home? Those, If it doesn't, those are weeds. We we get rid of those one way or the other. Yeah. Either you throw them away or you give them away. You repurpose those. But if they're weeds and they don't belong, they don't belong. And as we say, our attitude towards everything is everything. And that's what I was referring to with Colossians, our attitude, doing everything we do in word or deed, you know, doing, if God's with us, how are we doing this? I love the way your team comes in because y'all come in with an eternal, you know, with God is, you know, you represent Jesus very well Mm. with your team. And I think y'all come in with this attitude. Thank you. Whatever we do, we do to the glory of God. Yes. And I think if we do that personally, it does change our attitude because God is a God of order, right? Yeah. And, but that gives us joy. You know, we're talking about if we do an intentional, purposeful order in our home or in our heart, we do find a peace. That kind of joy gives us peace. Yeah. It does. There's different joys in our life. And that kind of joy does give us some ordered peace, would you say? Totally agree. Mm -hmm. And in our order, we were talking about, I think Carrie brought it up. This kind of order doesn't have to be done alone, right? Yes. It can be done with a team. It can be done with God and others. That was the vital shift for me. Um, Always being, I was typically the one that would hold it all together and I could do all of the things. And through that season of having no emotional or physical strength left, I had to rely on the people that were, you know, doing life with me. It brought a health to the relationship with my husband, with my team, with my kids, my parents, my my sister, friends, just giving them room to to love me through through helping me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that was not something that was natural for me. And it really brought s- just a special depth to those relationships to not be a control freak anymore and mm. to um, have those rhythms in place where people can help me. And it keeps me in check that you're not doing this on your own sister. Like God's given you these people around you. So, you know, for those listening, I would encourage you to think through who, whether you have one person in your life, that's a good influence and feels like a partner in this life, or you feel extremely blessed. Think of who that is and just nurture that relationship and and let them in, in whatever way that you need to, because it's, you know, the enemy would love for us to be isolated and speak that, oh yeah, you should just have it all figured out. No, Mm -hmm. no. Ask for help. Mm -hmm. And the solution, I told you this, Susan, the solution for everyone is not to hire a team of organizers or to go to therapy two times a week. Mm -hmm. That's not feasible for everyone. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, I can't just go hire a team of organizers or I can't, you know, go to counseling that often, um, applying these basic principles, if you listen to these, you know, these episodes can just help you assess your life and decide what stays and what goes. And, you know, with God's help, you get to work through that and he will help you sustain it and maintain it as well. That's right. And you were talking about the support that you learned that you needed. Do you find it easier now to reach out and ask for help? Oh, it's so fun. I'm like, hey, will you do this for me? Because look at me not being a control freak. I love it. Okay. I almost sometimes have to catch myself and be like, am I doing enough? Because I'm there. They're doing so good. I'm like, shouldn't I be working more? Okay. So, you know, okay. quite the plot twist. So that was, that was, was good. Uh, that was like our first series was New Year Old Me. Mm-hmm. So you, your old me did change. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so God has done a, a, a full circle on you yes. as far as the control versus I'm not in control anymore. And perfectionism. And perfection. Because okay. I, if I if it had to be my way, no one else could do it for me. Okay. And now I see other people's strengths and I'm like, oh, you can do that. I, you can do that better. I love your creativity there. And it's empowering to let people come in and, and have their own creative input as well. And for me, I'm like, oh, I all I did was give you an opportunity to be creative and look what you did. Uh-huh. And it blesses me back. Yes. But it's not all my own doing and it's not perfect. Yes. And and you learn that through what we heard in episode three, mm-hmm. going through the hard. Yep. And then God taught you something new yep. about yourself. Yeah. And, and I'm I, reaping, reaping the, the fruit of that now. Yes. It's now something that I can enjoy in this ordered life that we're talking about is there's just some different fruits, spiritually speaking, that I'm getting to enjoy mm-hmm. that we're a lot of toil to kind of work through there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have to be willing to allow him to teach us that, mm-hmm. you know, and let's talk about that for a minute. How do we cultivate a heart that is willing to learn? Oof. How do Oof. we cultivate a heart that is willing to learn? In any of these episodes, we have to be ready. Even if we're talking about like in episode one, organizing the home, we have to be ready for our home to be organized or do something different. We have to be ready. How do we cultivate a heart that is ready to learn? I think it is so reliant on trust. If you don't trust the organizers coming into your home or if you don't trust the God that is the God of the universe, that's going to be a big barrier for being open-handed and saying, have your way in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <clears throat> getting to a place where you can fully surrender and trust someone that can see the bigger picture, can see your potential and speak to it. It just puts you in this like open-handed posture that allows you to let people help you 
And you just, you don't let go if you feel like it has to be your vision. Not that your vision doesn't matter. It absolutely does. And is a part of that, but. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Because sometimes that's, that's difficult, Mm -hmm. isn't it? When the weeds get in the way, I think sticking with our continual theme here and our visual, when the weeds get in the way, you have to be, if you're cultivating a spirit of faithfulness, if you're cultivating a relationship with Jesus, being aware of the weeds and to know when to pull, get rid of them. Oh my gosh, that really helps. Okay, I got to get rid of that because that's getting in the way. That's getting in the way of my purpose yeah. that we're talking about. It's getting in the way of the ordered heart in my life. I'm calling it an ordered heart because you can tell when your heart starts to get fractured and messy. You yeah. Know? So I think being very intentional on that to prepare your heart in scripture. In Proverbs, it says, above all else, guard your heart because it's the wellspring of our life. Mm. And so guarding our heart is a very intentional thing uh, for us to do. And that's part of cultivating. Yeah. For me, that was the boundaries that came into place. The boundary. When I I lived a life with no boundaries before that. And and I was like, oh, I got to have some boundaries. It's hard to cultivate with no boundaries. I know. I know. Um, and that has just been a huge blessing for me. And I wouldn't have done that unless I was kind of forced into it. But it just it helps me filter out what's mine and, what, and what's mine to focus on in certain moments. Yeah, that's very good. Hard to cultivate with no boundaries, listeners. Hard to cultivate. <laughs> <laughs> Weeds pop up everywhere with no boundaries. Yeah. Uh, and this so, is a lifelong. Uh-huh. Like this is what you do. Until Jesus comes back or until you go to heaven. This is not, you get it done one time professionally and your life is perfect forever. Right. It's finding joy in creating a life that you love and that's full of purpose. Yes, that is. Because you don't want to live in chaos that causes you to not live out your purpose. Oh my goodness. It equips you to. You don't want to live in chaos that would cause you to not live out your purpose. That that's a great line right there. That I mean, back. I know I said it. I probably shouldn't have said, oh, that's a great line. No, that I was just... good. <laughs> well, that reminded me earlier we talked about, you know, making room for what you want more of. And whenever you're clearing weeds out, you're really making room for what you want more yes, of. That's exactly what you right. want to spend your time doing. Mm-hmm. I should have clarified. I, f- I feel like if that was a great line that had to, uh, it, was it was from good. God. It was, it, no, I don't, I'm nothing without him. So that <laughs> had to come from God. Uh, so anyway, what a great series this has been. I mean, it, it, do you have, do you have a, a, you know, restore the home is such, has been a gift. It stands for all the right things as far as order in the home, order in the heart, just order. And do you have any favorite scripture or a favorite last word that Mm. you would like to leave the listener? Yes. Uh, Okay. Yes. Um, I love that question. I'll, I'll call out this specific scripture right now and then just kind of share some closing thoughts from my heart. Hebrews 12, 1, good, uh, good. 1B is just, it's been a great one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes to mind, even for clients sometimes too, because whenever we're in the mess, we we can get bogged down and looking down at what all there is to do. But it says, let us lay aside every weight and sin, which clings so closely and let us run with endurance, the race set before us looking to Jesus. And it goes on from there. But I, I just summarize that in let go and keep looking up, repeat. Mm-hmm. Let go and look up, let go and look up. 
Um, and so identify for yourself what those things are that keep you weighed down and ask Jesus just to help you let go of those in your life, to rip those out by the root and then keep looking to him and see what work he does in your life. And again, for those of you listening, the goal is not perfection. It's a purposeful life that Jesus wants us to have. It's if you, you know, read back through the Proverbs 31 woman, she's, she's, uh, she's just so she's hardworking, but she takes care of her family. And she's like, just the character that comes up whenever I read about her. It's just, it's so purposeful, um, but there's no striving. And so whatever that is for you, I just encourage you to invite Jesus into the process of creating an ordered life. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be spiritual elements and there's going to be physical elements around your home, but he'll take you, he'll take you at your word. And there will be things that need to go and there'll be things that need to come into place. But I just encourage you to remind yourself that it's purpose over perfection as you go on this lifelong journey of creating order. Yes. And I appreciate you saying that. And again, I'm going to kind of, my last words will be, uh, we did not want any listener to feel bad, guilty, put any shame on anyone. If your house, if you feel like, oh, my house doesn't look like my neighbor's, my my best friend's house is just perfect. You know, she's OCD. I just know she's OCD. Everything's <laughs> in place all the time. And it may be, but that's not our goal for the podcast is for everything to be in place all the time. Yeah. But for you to feel like your home is in order enough for you to flourish in, yes. both inside your home and outside your home. When it is not, you feel like you need to be, if you're feeling like I have to be at home and do this and that and get that in order and do the laundry and do this and get my, and then you're not being able to go out and do ministry or go out to do what you feel like the Lord's called you to do because you feel like you are, you need to be at home, clean up the kitchen countertop and clean up the stuff. If you therefore have a rhythm Mm -hmm. that you walk in and throw immediately throw away the junk mail. You have a rhythm of doing certain things that are very, very simple yep. uh, to help you. Then we want to be able to help in any way we can, because one thing leads to another that ordered, you know, some order gives uh, order in other places of our life. Yeah. Like our heart. Yeah. And our attitudes and everything else that will bleed into other areas of our life. It just works that way. That's why we brought so much of the spiritual element to this because God is a God of order and he understands everything about us, knows us better than we know ourselves. So we can go to him about anything and he will help meet you where you are. Yep. We highly encourage you to listen if you haven't, to episodes one, two, and three. And then listen, if anybody, Lauren, wanted to get in touch with you, how would they be able to find you yeah. and contact and or contact Restore the Home? Yes. So there's a contact form on our website. That's restorethehome.com. And then also check us out on Instagram at restorethehomenwa. Um, and you'll be able to see some photos of our work as well. But yeah, we would love to get to meet you. Yes. Oh, they're wonderful. I cannot say enough wonderful things about them. And I said a few words about Steve, but I am absolutely, oh, I can't wait for them to get in my closet. Oh. Yay! 
We're going to get to do it. Oh my gosh. We've but, been peer pressuring her for a while. But oh, can we have, see your closet, please? They, they have, uh, they have peer pressured me. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen <laughs> for one For your like good. It. Oh, I love to mix and match. I love it. I love it. So I just get clothes out, throw it around, put them back together. <laughs> I just love mixing and matching. So I'll get them in there. But you will not regret calling them. They're a great team. Um, and even if if you can't, if you look on the website, you're like, oh, I can't afford a full session. Um, we have consultative services available where you can meet with me in like one or two hour increments at a lower hourly rate. And just to get to cast vision over your home and make you feel equipped for next steps. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome to yeah. catch a vision. There's lots of different ways to work with us. And so. have a goal. Yeah. You don't have a gift certificate from all your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. And if anything, send us a message on Instagram, ask us a question and we can shoot an idea back. So Mm -hmm. that sounds great. We've loved having you, Lauren. Thank you so so much for coming and helping us to get organized in a lot of different ways. So love you audience. Thank you for your listenership and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.